Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises, declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open now our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. And do Psalms. 47 and 48 this evening. Psalm 47. O clap your hands together, all ye peoples. O sing unto God with the voice of melody. For the Lord is high, and to be feared. He is the great King upon all the earth. He shall subdue the peoples under us, and the nations under our feet. He shall choose out a heritage for us, even the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved. God has gone up with a merry noise, and the Lord with the sound of the trump. O sing praises, sing praises unto our God. O sing praises, sing praises unto our King. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the nations. He sitteth upon his holy seat. The princes of the peoples are joined unto the people of the God of Abraham. For God, which is very high exalted, doth defend the earth as it were with a shield. Psalm 48 Great is the Lord, and highly to be praised, in the city of our God, even unto his holy hill. The hill of Zion is a fair place, and the joy of the whole earth. Upon the north side lieth the city of the great king. God is well known in her palaces as a sure refuge. For lo, the kings of the earth were gathered and gone by together. They marveled to see such things. They were astonished and suddenly cast down. Fear came there upon them and sorrow, as upon a woman in her travail. Thou dost break the ships of the sea. Through the east wind. Like as we have heard, we have 
seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God. God upholdeth the same forever. We wait for thy loving kindness, O God, in the midst of thy temple. O God, according to thy name, so is thy praise unto the world's end. Thy right hand is full of righteousness. Let the Mount Sion rejoice, and the daughters of Judah be glad, because of thy judgments. Walk about Zion, and go around about her, and tell the towers thereof. Mark well her bulwarks, consider her palaces, that ye may tell them that come after. For this God is our God for ever and ever, he shall be our guide unto death. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. When the Lord your God brings you into the land which you go to possess, and has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites, and the Girgashites, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than you, and when the Lord your God delivers them over to you, you shall conquer them and utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenants with them, nor show mercy to them, nor shall you make marriages with them. You shall not give your daughter to their son, nor take their daughter for your son, for they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. So the anger of the Lord will be aroused against you and destroy you suddenly. But thus you shall deal with them. You shall destroy their altars and break down their sacred pillars and cut down their wooden images and burn their carved images with fire. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples on the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love on you nor choose you because you were more in number than any other people, for you were the least of all peoples. But because the Lord loves you and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Therefore know that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. And he repays those who hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack with him who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Therefore, you shall keep the commandment, the statutes, and the judgments, which I command you today to observe them. Then it shall come to pass, because you listen to these judgments and keep and do them, that the Lord your God will keep with you the covenant and the mercy which he swore to your fathers. And he will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land, your grain and your new wine and your oil, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flock, in the land of which he swore to your fathers to give you. You shall be blessed above all peoples. There shall not be a male or female barren among you or among your livestock. And the Lord will take away from you all sickness and will afflict with you none of the terrible diseases of Egypt which you have known, but will lay them on all those who hate you. And you shall destroy all the peoples whom the Lord your God delivers over to you. Your eye shall have no pity on them, nor shall you serve their gods, 
for that will be a snare to you. If you should say in your heart, These nations are greater than I, how can I dispossess them? You shall not be afraid of them, but you shall remember well what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all Egypt. The great trials which your eyes saw, the signs and the wonders, the mighty hand and the outstretched arm by which the Lord your God brought you out, so shall the Lord your God do to all the peoples of whom you are afraid. Moreover, the Lord your God will send the hornet among them until those who are left who hide themselves from you are destroyed. You shall not be terrified of them, for the Lord your God, the great and awesome God, is among you. And the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you, little by little. You will be unable to destroy them at once, lest the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. But the Lord your God will deliver them over to you, and will inflict defeat upon them until they are destroyed. And he will deliver their kings into your hands, and you will destroy their name from under heaven. No one shall be able to stand against you until you have destroyed them. You shall burn the carved images of their gods with fire. You shall not covet the silver or gold that is on them, nor take it for yourselves, lest you be snared by it, for it is an abomination to the Lord your God. Nor shall you bring an abomination into your house, lest you be doomed to destruction like it. You shall utterly detest it and utterly abhor it, for it is an accursed thing. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He will show strength with his arm. He will scour the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 31st verse of the 26th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered and said to him, Even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you that this night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane, and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. 
then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to peter what could you not watch with me for one hour watch and pray lest you enter into temptation the spirit indeed is willing but the flesh is weak again a second time he went away and prayed saying "O oh, my father if this cup cannot pass away from me unless i drink it your will be done and he came and found them asleep again for their eyes were heavy so he left them went away again and prayed the third time saying the same words then he came to his disciples and said to them are you still sleeping and resting behold the hour is at hand and the son of man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners rise let us be going see my betrayer is at hand here endeth the second lesson lord now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word for mine eyes have seen thy salvation thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be light to lighten the gentiles and to be the glory of thy people israel glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen i believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth and in jesus christ his only son our lord who was conceived by the holy ghost born of the virgin mary suffered under pontius pilate was crucified dead and buried he descended into hell the third day he rose again from the dead he ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of god the father almighty from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead i believe in the holy ghost the holy catholic church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting amen the lord be with you and with thy spirit let us pray o lord show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation o lord save the state and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee endue thy ministers with righteousness and make thy chosen people joyful o lord save thy people and bless thine inheritance give peace in our time o lord for it is thou lord only that makest us dwell in safety o god make clean our hearts within us and take not thy holy spirit from us o god our refuge and strength who art the author of all godliness be ready we beseech thee to hear the devout prayers of thy church and grant that those things which we ask faithfully we may obtain effectually through jesus christ our lord amen o god from whom all holy desires all good counsels and all just works do proceed we unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments and also that by thee we being defended from the fear of our enemies may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of jesus christ our savior Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You mean welcome. A couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Our Old Testament lesson comes from the seventh chapter, is the seventh chapter of Deuteronomy, and it opens with... Um, God explaining that he has chosen 
uh, Israel out of his love for them be uh, his presence on earth. And we hear often that you know, the Jewish people are God's chosen people, and, and that is true. That is because God chose them um, in the Old Testament. And it's interesting um, that someone had, had talked about um, we, we don't know how God had worked in the other nations around, um, around Israel. And we don't know, um, and, and, and the first person that God made contact with in Israel was Abraham. And we don't know how many different people God may have tried to make contact with others. But it was Abraham who was faithful. It was Abraham that um, answered God, yes, with faithfulness. And was willing to sacrifice his son Isaac. And... It was Abraham that received this promise through his faithfulness. And and so God, being faithful to that, um, has chosen and loved this people and brought them out of Egypt and is about to deliver them the promised land, the, the, um, the portion of land that he's giving them to be um, a great nation among the other nations. And at the same time, there's... Uh, another group, there's seven kingdoms living in that promised land that need to be rooted out. And again, we don't know how God would have talked to those other nations. Perhaps he would have warned them of their idolatry and the coming judgment that's about to happen, like he did to Nineveh um, during the time of Jonah. But nevertheless, um, it isn't the people necessarily that need to, to leave the land. It's the idolatry that needs to go from the land. And this is uh, a lesson for us. And I think the bishop has talked about this throughout morning prayer, where, um, you know, in our spiritual life, we, we, we need to be all or nothing for, um, for God. Um, what that means is we can't compromise um, here and there saying, oh, I'm going to follow the commandments um, in most parts of my life, but in these kind of tiny areas, I'm going to make compromises here and there. And that's ultimately what undid Israel was they did not end up rooting out all of the, um, the people from the promised land. They did not um, eschew the idolatry from those people. And it was those little compromises that became um, something that became ingrained in them and um, ultimately led to Israel's failure to keep the commandments. And, and so you know, that's, that's kind of the reason why God wanted the idolatry to leave the land um, was so that it wouldn't become a snare for Israel. We also get... Um, a sense that God is passing on um, his judgment, right? And so as we turn toward Advent and we turn toward um, the themes of Advent, which is just around the corner, Advent anticipates um, the coming, uh, the second coming of the Lord to bring judgment to the world. And, and judgment comes in two kinds. One 
it comes um, in a way that that those who do wicked things um, are judged for those wicked things, and they are granted their heart's desire and their wickedness, and um, and they are humbled um, in that judgment, and it brings healing to them in that sense. But also, the other part of judgment is a vindication for those that have done good and those that are faithful to God. And we get the this this message of blessing starting in, in verse 12, where God uh, vindicates the faithfulness of Israel. And he talks about how, um, you know, the land will be fruitful, the people will be fruitful, um, there will be an increase of cattle. There's just going to be this richness. There's not going to be any diseases amongst you. And this is the vindication for the faithfulness of, of, um, of Israel. And of course, we know that Israel is not ultimately faithful and does not ultimately receive this image. But that's where Jesus comes in, is Jesus is the faithful Israel. It is, Jesus is the nation that Israel could not be. And Jesus perfectly kept the law, did not compromise, did not fall into idolatry. And, uh, and God gives his blessing then to Jesus. And through Jesus, and through our faithfulness to God and through Jesus, we receive that blessing. We become that chosen people of God because of um, God vindicating the Son, the Son will then vindicate us at the end of time. And this um, brings us to our New Testament lesson tonight, where uh, Jesus has a few conversations specifically with Peter. And he warns Peter that, that Peter will forget what has gone on with Jesus and will deny Jesus. And, and Peter says, no, I, I will not do that. And we can kind of see that um, Peter begins this um, in, the, in, the, in the garden where he uh, falls asleep with the other disciples and cannot stay awake with Jesus. Um, and Peter has forgotten kind of his role in things. And if we look back at the Deuteronomy chapter, um, where it talks about the blessing um, in Deuteronomy 7.18, he says, You shall not be afraid of the other nations, but you will remember what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh through all of the land of Egypt. And that's an important thing, is that we are to remember all of the good things that God has done for us. And we get into trouble when we forget those. So when we forget that Jesus has suffered on the cross, when we forget that Jesus rose from the dead and we forget that we also will rise from the dead. That's when we find ourselves in trouble. Because when we remember those things, when we bring ourselves back to those realities that we have through God in prayer, we find that that we can remain faithful to God through the, the trials of life. And that we can um, continue in faithfulness to God when we remember what God has done for us. And that's something that happens to Peter is that he forgets who Jesus was when he's asked, um, do you know him? And he says no three times, but it's okay because 
God also gives us second chances, and he gave Peter a second chance in the resurrection, and Peter turned back toward God and became a, a faithful apostle into his martyrdom. Just a couple of thoughts on this evening's lessons. Um, we'll continue evening prayer with the prayer for um, the church and evangelism, or the litany for the church and evangelism. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God, the prayers and intentions of those who are present, that God will um, increase within our diocese opportunities of mission and ministry, and also continue to strengthen and succor um, the current um, current operations of mission and ministry within our diocese. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universe in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Human them patience and their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their affliction. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and then may it please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Then may it please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures, 
and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to any one who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts, seek out and find thy lost sheep, and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another. We all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, and be drawn to his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese and other parishes and communities as our diocese is working with, and write unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen. Restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with Saul evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading tonight. Thank you all for being here. Have a wonderful Wednesday evening. Thanks, Thank Deacon Amber. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Bye.